Al Yisrael. When Rabbi Kadosh and I were growing up, there was no such thing as Avasabonim. It's only because you guys are so special and that you come to learn Matzah Shabbos, Saturday night, that the fathers are coming to learn. And so therefore, this Avasabonim organization, this is really a new thing. It's only maybe 20 years old, but it's so special. And that's why when the Rav Shlita told me that he would like me to come, I said, of course, it's the most important organization in Klaistra. And the reason that I know it's the most important is because just a few weeks ago, we read in the Parsha when Moshe Rabbeinu went to Parai and he said, you know, you got to let the Jews out. So Parai said, okay, I'll let all the men out. They could all go and serve Hashem. And you know what Moshe Rabbeinu said? He said, binureinu uvizikeinenu nelech. We're going with the children and the adults. And he mentioned the children first. And that's what he said to Parai. Klal Yisrael is not Klal Yisrael with just adults. It's all about the children. Because you guys are the future of Klal Yisrael. And that's why Moshe Rabbeinu said, Binureinu, with the children and the adults who are going to go. So you take a look at, you know, guys over here, this man here, right here. He could be the future you know, chief rabbi of Israel. You never know, Mordechai, right? <laughs> Guy's so bright. He got great background, bright head. You know, everybody here could be great leaders in Klal Yisrael. This redhead here right now, you could be the president of Israel. You know, this guy right over here. You never know. Everybody has got potential. And that's the beauty of Benureinu. And I'll tell you an amazing thing. Do you know that when Mashiach comes, right before Mashiach comes, I know he's going to come. And you know what it says in the Pasuk in Malachi? It says, I'm going to send Elio Anavi before the great day when Mashiach comes. And he's going to see, Rashi says, he's going to see, you know what kind of generation? Through the kids, the parents are coming back to Hashem. And that's what I was telling you. When we were growing up, it wasn't like that, but you kids are special. And you're bringing your fathers to learn. This is the time when Eliyahu and nobody's going to see the Heishiv Lev Avais Albonim. So every child here can feel so proud because Eliyahu and is going to come and he's going to see you guys. And he's going to say, you know something? It's time to bring Mashiach. Now I want to show you something that is so amazing. At the end of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, right before he died, Hashem told him, V'chosafto al ho'avonim. You should write the Torah on stones. Why did he tell him to write it on stones? It wasn't the stone edition of the Chumash. That's not what the reason was, right? Now, you know what I once heard? That the word Evan, you know what Evan means a stone. But Evan stands for Av, Ben, and Nechadim. Fathers, sons, and grandchildren. And that's what Hashem was saying to Moshe Rabbeinu. Write it on an Evan. You know why? Because that's really how Torah was taught all the generations. If Moshe would have written it on a parchment, after a couple hundred years, the parchment would dissipate. But Hashem wanted that Moshe should write it on Evan and understand that it's going to be a symbol to Av, Ben, and Nehemiah. And here we have, we have children, fathers, and grandfathers. And that's really what it's all about. That's how the Torah is passed from one generation to the other. So here in this wonderful shul, Ambir Yaakov, you could imagine how Hashem is so proud of everybody coming here 
on Saturday night when there's so many other things that you could do, but you come here to learn. Hashem should bench every single one of you. Now, I want to tell you a very interesting story. You know, when we learn Torah, we always try to see what the Gedolim do. And the Gemara tells us that when you hang around the big tzaddikim, you learn how to live life. So one of the great rabbis who passed away just two years ago, his name was Rabbi David Feinstein. Rabbi David Feinstein. He was the son of Rab Moshe Feinstein. And Rab Moshe felt that Rab David knew all of Shas and everything. Many times he would even consult his own son on certain things, to get a clarity on certain things. Now, I'm going to tell you a little story, and I'm going to ask you a question, and we're going to have some boys give answers. I'd love to hear what you say. Now, listen to this. There's a guy in New York who has a newspaper. Now, it's not really like a famous newspaper, but it's like a Jewish newspaper. And every once in a while, he asks 50 public people the same question. And then he likes to get different answers, and then he publishes it. And when he publishes it, everybody likes to get the paper. He gives it out free. And they like to see which people gave different answers. So I remember one year he called me up and he said, you know, I would like to know, tell me, what's your favorite holiday? I'm asking 49 other people behind, besides you. Tell me, what's your favorite yontif and why? So I gave him my answer. I said, my favorite yontif is to spend sukkahs in Eretz Yisrael with family. I just want to tell you, if you ever go to Israel and you go to your Shalayim on Sukkot, there's nothing like it in the world. The few days before Yantav, all the markets with the Lulavim and the Sreikim and the Sukkot decorations, and half the world is there in your Shalayim. It's just amazing. And then when you walk through the streets, you see all the Sukkot from every house and every porch. And it's so Levitic. And then Shemini Atzeres and Simchas Torah and the Simchas Beis Sheva, the gathering, it's the greatest time. So that's what I told him. And then, of course, you know, different people had different answers. Then he calls me up about two years ago, two and a half years ago. He says, Rabbi Khan, I want to ask you a question. This I'm going to ask all of you. I'd like to hear what you would say. And he asked me, if you could have any three people at your dinner table, which three people from Adam Rishon until today, which three people would you invite for supper? Somebody give me an answer. Which three people would you like? Mordechai, what do you say? Moshe. Moshe Rabbeinu, go ahead. Um, Rab Chaim Kanievsky. Rab Chaim Kanievsky, good. And Avram Avinu. Avram, I told you he's going to be the next God of Lador. Right, Moshe Rabbeinu, Avram Avinu, and Rab Chaim Kanievsky. Victor, you won't be able to serve pizza when they come, I'll tell you that. You need something more. Anybody else got any answers? Yeah, go ahead. You. Avram needs something. Oh, that's very good. I promise you took on Yaakov. I have you. Okay, anybody? Yes, go ahead. Yitzchak, Moshe, and David. And David. Wow, that's one of the ones that I would say. So he asked me, I'll tell you what I said. I said, David Amelech. You're right. That's one of the ones that I said. The second one I said was Rashi. Rashi knew all the Rashis. In Chumash, right? He wrote them. So if, let's say, I wanted to know Abshat and Arashi on Chumash and the Gemara, just invite him to the house. He'll tell you everything. And the third one I thought was Rabchaim Chaim, Rab Chaim Moise Grzinski, who was a Rav in Vilna during the 1930s. 
He was like the Zaydi of Klal Yisrael. Okay, one more answer. The guy in the red shirt. Go ahead. Who? Elio. Elio, yeah, good. Who did he say, Elio? Okay, very good. Now listen to this. This guy calls me up, the one who wrote that newspaper, and he says to me, Rabbi Cron, I hope you're going to get next week's paper because I got all the answers. So I said, I couldn't hold myself back. I said, tell me, who gave you the best answer? I'm waiting, you should say me, right? David Rashi, Rabchaim, he says, Rab David Feinstein. I said, you're crazy, right? You went to the Rosh Yeshiva, Rab David Feinstein, you asked them such a question? Did you ask the God Ladur such a question? He said, no, I didn't go into the base Medrash. I was walking in the east side in Manhattan, and I happened to see him, so I figured I'll ask him the question. Hold on to your seatbelts. You won't believe what Rab David Feinstein said, which three people he would invite to his dinner table. You know what he said? Three poor people. How do you like that? Who thinks like that? Agadol. Agadol Ador thinks like that. We're always thinking, hey, David Amalek, he comes to my table. I'll call Hamadiyah, Mishpacha, Ami, get the picture, I'll be on the front cover. I'll be the only guy without a beard, but uh, whatever, but still, right? That would be some nice cover on a newspaper, right? On a Jewish newspaper. But that's not what Rabbi David is thinking. He's thinking three poor people. That's how a great person thinks. And that's why when you learn Gemara, you're also not only learning Gemara, but you're trying to learn from those great people who came before us and see what they would do and how they would behave. Now, next week is going to be Tu B'Shvat. Tu B'Shvat is a great holiday because it's my birthday. And the whole world celebrates my birthday. That's, that's amazing. My English birthday is tomorrow, by the way, January 29th, but that's not so important. The main thing is Tu B'Shvat. Now, I just want to tell you something very interesting. Tu B'Shvat is a time when the rabbi mentioned there's going to be a Seder, you're going to have all kinds of fruits. So listen to this beautiful story. There was a little boy, your age, who lived in the northern part of England. And one day he was taking a walk with his Rebbe. They were walking in the park, it was in autumn, and the leaves were gorgeous, orange and brown and red and green. And as they were walking, a leaf fell off the tree and fell on the park bench. And the Rebbe said to the little boy, you see that leaf? That leaf that just fell off, he thinks he's free. He thinks he can fly any place, but he doesn't realize that in two days he's gonna die, he's gonna wither, you know why? because he's no longer connected to that tree of life. You see, a leaf has to be connected to the tree so it should grow. But once it separates from the tree, it has no life anymore. In a few days, he's just gonna wither and die. And the Rebbe said to the little boy, my child, I want you to remember this. As you get older, you're gonna meet all kinds of Jews. And you're going to meet Jews that say, oh, I'm free. I can eat what I want. I can drive when I want. I can look at what I want. They think they're free. But they don't realize. If they're not connected to the Torah, which is the Eitz Chayim, which is the tree of life, it's only a matter of time until they're going to go away from Judaism, go away from Yiddishkeit, and their families will be gone. we got to hold on to that Eitz Chayim. we got to hold on to the Torah. And you know something? 
that little boy told me the story. That little boy today is an old man who needs it. Many of you will know who he is. Rav Matasiel Solomon. He told me that story. And I said to him, do you remember who the Rebbe was? What a great lesson he taught you. He said, it was so long ago, I don't remember anymore. But I just want to tell you, his name is Rav Matasiel Chaim Ben Etel. He should have a Rufo Shlema. But he taught us a great lesson. His Rebbe taught him a great lesson. Always hold on to the Eitz Chaim. And the Eitz Chaim is the Torah. That's really what it is. And that's why you come here to learn on Amatz Shabbos to learn the Torah and hold on to that Eitz Chaim, which this wonderful shul holds on to. Now, I just want to end just with this thing. This is really so beautiful. I didn't know that you make a Seder, you know, that many Hasidic Rebbe's on the night of Tu Bishvat, they have what's called a Peres Tish. Tish is a table in Yiddish. So all the Hasidim come and the Rebbe's pile up a whole pile, a whole mountain of fruits, and everybody makes a bracha, and the Rebbe gives out fruit to everybody, and they make a bracha. So one time, when they were doing that, there was a Rebbe, his name was Rabbi Yitzchok Isaac from Zirichayv, that's a town in Poland. And he said, Rabotai, all of you are eating fruits, you're eating perot. I gotta tell you a great story after this, but it just occurred to me. But listen to this. He said, you know what the real fruits are? The real fruits? That which it says in the Mishnah. These are the real fruits that we eat the fruit in this world and we get reward in the next world. Saying thank you and honoring your parents. Tonight before you go to sleep, every child they should give their father or grandfather a big kiss and a big hug. You can do it now if you're not embarrassed. Because they brought you here to Avi Sabonim. That's special. Not every father does that. So you guys are lucky. Kibur Avaim. Gemilas Chasodim. We saw from Abdavid Feinstein. The great Sadiqim. They do Gemilas Chasodim. That's what he wants to invite. Three poor people. Havoa Sholem ben Adam Having unity among all of Klal Yisrael. V'talmud Torah. Keneget Kulam. Torah is the greatest mitzvah of all. So I give all of you a bracha. Every one of you, the best bracha I could give anyone is that Hashem should allow you to fulfill your potential. Every one of us has potential. Every one of us can accomplish. I don't have to be like you. You don't have to be like me. And both of us don't have to be like him. We have to be the best that we can be. And that's the bracha. We should be able to be the best that we can be. Now, I just want to end just with this adorable story that I just came to my mind. I never ad-lib. Only if it's in my notes will I say it. But this is adorable. I have a friend. I had a friend. He passed away already. Rabbi Richter. And he was brilliant in languages. He spoke many, many languages. And he told me that one day he went on a tour to Israel and in Israel, many, many times in the afternoon, they shut all the stores so everybody can have like a little break in the afternoon. And then they resume and then they were in the stores till late at night. He said he was on a bus and there were a lot of Jewish tourists on the bus. And there was one lady who could not read a word of Hebrew. She was Jewish, but she only knew the letters. 
but she didn't know how to read. So they were traveling during lunchtime. You're not going to believe this. They were traveling and all the stores were closed. But she said to Rabbi Richter, oh, there's a fruit store. He said, how do you know it's a fruit store? How do you know it's a fruit You don't read Hebrew. Listen to what she said. You could go crazy. The letters on the outside of the store said, pay, reish, vav, tough. What word is that? Feiros. You know what she read? Fruit. <laughs> could you imagine? Who thought of that? It's amazing. I could not get over it. It's amazing. <laughs> this lady couldn't read Hebrew. But she read the letters. Fruit. So that's what Rabbi Richter was saying. You see how languages are connected. And Lashem Kodesh is the source of all the languages. So I give you a brocha. You should all have a lot of fruit in your life. And you should be able to have payrolls. That means you should be able to be able to develop all your talents. And Hashem should bless every father, every grandfather, every child here to fulfill your potential and become great Amen. Amen.